Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey everyone, it's Maribel Blue here live with another KEM Top Talk Unfiltered. Um, wow. I am not like in a great mood. And I even rethought about doing the show and saving it for next week. But you know, we're all in this pandemic together. And I wanted to continue putting on a show, still connecting with people. I have Nelson on the phone again. You hear Nelson? Ah. Uh. I can hear you fine. Look like you're breaking up, but overall, I can hear you loud and clear. <laughs> okay, now. good. Good. I don't know why I'm sounding choppy. I shouldn't, but here we go. I'm going to start playing my COVID announcements, then I'm going to play music, and then we are going to get into the show. Are you ready? <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Maribel Blue. Welcome (laughs) to another Maribel Blue Unfiltered on the KEM Top Talk Airwaves. I just wanted to make a note that we are in the middle of a pandemic and it's really driving everyone crazy, including me. So please, please, I beg of you to wash your hands, keep everything clean, keep countertops clean, whatever you can get your hands on to make sure that you and your family are safe is what matters the most. There's a lot of information going around. Sometimes there's even videos going around of people in hospitals, and it's not related to the COVID-19 virus at all. Please do not spread misinformation about anything unless it's coming from a reputable source. So with all that being said, please take care of yourself and take care of others if you can. This is Maribel Blue signing off. Enjoy the show. And guess what? Anybody who's blocking their number is not getting picked up. <laughs> well, seems like everybody's really interested in seeing what they wanted to talk about. So, so it seems like you wanted to talk more about this uh, pandemic still. 
You know, there's a lot of shit going on in the news today, and I wanted to invite you back because I um I realized that there's just a lot of misinformation going on in New York. I want to stop. I, I mean, I want to start at the top of the hour because I wanted to get more or less confirmation from you, Nelson. I did tag you in a in a tweet earlier. Um, today so the wonderful and I'm being sarcastic when I say wonderful uh, Megan McCain had retweeted out something that New York was um, filled with people it was this afternoon I don't know if it was like a picture of downtown it didn't seem like an accurate picture but then of course later on that day um Someone tweets out saying that, you know, this is 34th Street. Nobody's here. It's dismal. Kind of Mm -hmm. contradicting what this Megan McCain had tweeted out earlier. Um, So I just wanted to get back to you on, has there been any kind of event? Mm -hmm. Did a group of people meet today? Did they just say, fuck it, we're all going to come out and, you know, we're just going to infect people? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I would not know. I don't think there was, as far as I know. I know um, I was rarely out most of the week. Um, I did my, you know, shopping, you know, whatever I can. Uh, I picked up some mail in my P.O. box because I have mail that, you know, I don't want probably people know where I live. So that's why mm-hmm. I have a P.O. box. That's why I have I understand. Yeah. Uh, our, the only thing I remember was picking up uh, something from Stockroom, which I think I brought up a week ago that I said something. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, but um, then um, today I actually went out to get, you know, some food. And mm-hmm. I think around seven o'clock, I know people were just like blowing their horns and cheering. I guess that's I don't know if you're aware, but I guess um when, when seven o'clock hits, you're supposed to be out, you know, cheering for like the uh the uh, the essential workers, if you will, out there. Mm-hmm. Like right. you know, you know, kinda of cheering them on and so forth. I guess people go on their balconies or their windows just cheering everybody on at exactly seven o'clock every day since obviously we can't go out. So, mm-hmm. so I guess until this this blows over, we just keep doing that. So, but but I mean, for the most part, it's been pretty quiet. And, you know, I know that we're supposed to have more things coming into New York. I mean, it's still on lockdown. It's not you know, mm-hmm. not completely over. Um, we're we're waiting for more things. We're waiting for more uh, help from from outside of New York, if possible. So I mean, like me personally, I'm fine. Um, my family's fine, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else is fine. I mean, how's everything? Is everything um, okay over there where you're at? Well, you know, it's 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 strange, I guess, in some sort of way because I'm not really going out as often um, as I guess I probably or normally would. Um, so I don't know what's going what's going on in the outside world. Usually when I go outside it's to my backyard just to get some fresh air and and have a change of 
scenery within my house. Um, I, I mean, you know, I guess for me personally, I feel like I've been moody. Um, you know, little things irritate me that probably would not. And, you know, I want to say that sometimes, you know, we, we think to ourselves that it's not going to happen to us. We're not going to be irritable. We're not going to have an attitude. We're going to have peace and we're going to be fine and all of this stuff. And, you know, I've just been basically keeping busy and just trying to do my own projects, which is one of the things that I wanted to talk about at the top of the hour, just kind of promote um, that I have been working with the owner of Skyhawk Radio and archived shows that are from here are moving there. So we're going to be putting those up. Um, there's going to be a new erotic experiences story coming out, actually a rewrite from my book, An Illegal Affair, um, a part that has never been shared with anybody ever is going to mm-hmm. come out, I believe, Tuesday. So I have been trying to keep as busy as, as I can and just really trying to maintain the positivity that this is the time for me to focus in on projects that I wasn't able to focus on before. Um, but needless to say, I mean, I think it's just, I feel like, you know, if somebody just says the wrong thing or just rubs me the wrong way, um, it's like I turn into a monster. <laughs> There's no other way to describe it. Right. I understand. I understand. I understand. Um, yeah, it's just one of those times. Everybody's just frustrated. Everybody's trying to hopefully, me personally, hopefully this is over, you know, waiting for that to happen. I'm just mm-hmm. right now, as as much as everybody else, waiting for this to be over, you know. Right. Um you know, trying to get back to normal as much as and quickly as possible, and mm-hmm. how to make this happen, I don't know. And, and I mean, again, um, as we're doing like this podcast, you know, over the phone, you know, I've seen other shows doing it from their from from their homes, you know, recently. Mm-hmm. And personally, for me, the biggest frustration I'm having right now is trying to figure out how to do a show from my house. But unfortunately, with um, distractions, if you will, even currently now. It's not possible. So, right. um, so that's which is one of my biggest frustrations I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. And but outside of that, you know, I'm more concerned about you know going back to work, like you know going you know have my day job and then go and do whatever I normally do at night and that stuff. You know, I think I think right now we're just waiting for normalcy for for once. Mm-hmm. You know, when this is going to mm-hmm. happen, I know. You know, one person say end of April, possible May, but mm-hmm. I don't know. This can go on for quite a long time. I, and, and again, and to answer your question earlier, because you were talking about that picture um, Megan McCain took, say how empty right. it is. It, I mean, it was empty, you know, early. And there was no congregation that I know of as far right. as in the city goes today. Well, she actually that tweeted I, a photo. I mean, the only thing I can think of within the last week or so is mm-hmm. if you were, there was a, a ship coming from um, Virginia to New York where everybody on river, by, by the west side of New York 
was just, you know, gathering, conjugating, if you will, seeing this ship coming by New York and parking by the West Side Harbor, you know, by, by Pier 94 or 95 or something, and by the West Side. And I think everybody, despite the fact that we're supposed to be doing these so-called uh, social distancing, if you will, mm-hmm. but everybody mm-hmm. just wanted to take this big picture like this. So this one, this ship that looks like a, uh, like a, uh, you know, a ship that is from the Red Cross. It's got that big Red Cross on it, literally. So I think that's where everybody was just, you know, eyeing and ooing. So that's the only congregation that I can think of that's been happening in New York. And outside of that, that's all I know. I don't think there was anything that was happening that I know of, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, I mean, here's the thing. If the photo that she retweeted earlier was, in fact, true, mm-hmm. um, you know, the thing is, is that if, if an event happens, um, mm-hmm. And we're supposed to be practicing the social distancing thing. Why would you make it a big deal and and sort of egg people to come out and see this? Do you see what I'm saying? Um, yeah, exactly. Because I feel like, you know, lately I've been I've been watching celebrities. And one of the things that I wanted to dwell into is that, well, first of all, I don't watch The View, just going back to Megan McCain. I don't okay. watch them. I feel like they're just, you know, bitter women arguing with each other and making fools out of themselves in front of an audience. I'm not with that at all. I don't believe that is. Um, yeah, but there's, a good, there's shows like that, too. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's not a good representation of women as a whole. When women get together, they don't sit there and bicker with one another or call each other names. And we don't have a Whoopi Goldberg that stops the whole thing and tells everybody to shut the fuck up. Now we're going to take a commercial break kind of a thing, you know. Um, but it, it's well, almost I remember Rosie like, did that for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> It almost seems that celebrities now are taking also their turn in putting themselves out more on social media and the Mm -hmm. things that that we are seeing. I was actually having a conversation with somebody about it a few days ago. And, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that, you know, we're both Howard Stern fans, and one of the things that Howard Stern had mentioned was how mm-hmm. Oprah just flaunts her life and her big house and all of this stuff. And, right. you know, there are other people that are watching this that may not have a super tremendous backyard to, uh, sh- you know, to have to get away and, and, and have yeah. all of this. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, look, I yeah, have a backyard, exactly. yes, but I'm not going around social media saying, oh, well, when I need fresh air, I'm going to sit in my backyard in this chair. There really is no reason for me to do that. And then you have the flip side of celebrities. Look, I'm scrubbing down the, the faucet. I'm doing laundry. And this is the way we go around and, and we clean the dishwasher. And it's like, but who gives a Fuck. You know what I mean? It's just like anything <laughs> just to be 
in front of a camera, even if it means being on their own phone. TikTok is also another thing. A guy had put up on TikTok recently that he didn't join TikTok to see celebrities making fools or jokes out of themselves. You know, he joined TikTok for the mere purpose of just being around his peers and looking at pranks and looking at what other people are doing. Like, who cares about what all these celebrities are doing? It came to a um, point that I logged on TikTok and I saw J-Ho and her asshole fiance, and I fucking blocked that bitch. I don't want to see her. I don't watch you in movies. The only movie I saw you in was Selena and that other one, the remake of uh, Julia Roberts, the, that Stranger movie, you know, where she, like, beats up the guy at the end. We've already seen movie concepts like that. You know, hey, women, hey, hey, man. Hey, Go ahead. Not for nothing, but I know you mentioned TikTok. I know we talked briefly last week about it, but I still try to figure out what TikTok is. I know it's kind of, it's me, when I see TikTok, I see people just lip syncing to something and then that's supposed to be funny. So that part sometimes kind of throws me off a little bit. I know I signed up for TikTok myself just to, um, you know, uh, park the name, if you will. But what I, mm-hmm. I'm just looking at this as like, I just don't get it. It's like, I mean, like, this is social media becoming more of a circus every single day, especially yes. now. It's like two of the biggest topics in social media, for as far as anything, is this uh, COVID-19 and the Tiger King. And that's the only big topic everybody's talking about for some reason. So, well, one way or the, the other. The Tiger you know? King? So, yes. Are Who you, is that? <laughs> Um, for those who for those who know and don't know, I'll give, I'll give you a brief. This is a show on Netflix called the um, the Tiger King. I'm not making this up. Uh, well, he's uh-huh. like the top show right now on Netflix. But long story short, um, it's like a six seven part documentary about this guy who owns like a uh, a, a, a a tiger zoo in Florida or Oklahoma somewhere, and mm-hmm. you know, and this one woman is trying to take him down. But I have only seen the first episode of it, but just the gist of it, this guy is becoming an instant celebrity overnight mm-hmm. after the show premiered. So mm-hmm. I know he's already been famous in his own way, but, you know, Netflix, you know, for some, you know, when you have nothing to watch, this comes up. So, but it's because it, it, I bring this up is because now celebrities are bringing in their, throwing their two cents about this guy, you know, this guy is oh, really? for like, um, yeah. It is interesting. I mean, like the first episode is quite interesting, and I know it's like a plug for this guy, but already he's been like the number one show on Netflix. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. But <laughs> but but yeah, that and this COVID nineteen is like the two of the biggest topics on social media, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like now everybody's trying to save tigers from like the zoos and stuff like that. It's like and and, and it's like. Um, this is really kind of stupid, but now, so, but it's like, whatever. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, somebody on the phone said that they wanted to ask you a question. So mm-hmm. I'm going to bring up 619 and see what they have to say. San Diego? Go ahead, 619. <laughs> hey. Hello. Erico 619 yeah, out of San Diego. Yeah, hi, can you hear me? Yeah. I hear you, sir. Sorry about that. I had to go use the restroom, believe it or not. Um, 
I wanted to mention, uh, I did have a couple questions. I know there's a lot of social distancing going on, but I also was curious if there was any um, anything else that you guys are doing. Of course, staying at home as much as possible, but when you do have to go to the grocery store, is there anything else that you guys are kind of doing um, to, to help protect yourself? Because I do have a couple uh, options that a couple friends, I've noticed a couple friends are, are currently but things that uh, ways that the things that they're practicing. So I was just wondering if maybe you guys, what, what are you guys doing to kind of protect yourselves? Funny you say that. Ha ha. Get funny. Um, I, uh, I bring funny you say that because I actually, for the first time today, I started wearing the mask thing. Now it's like, it's a bit of a debate on like, should you wear a mask or not wear a mask? Cause I know wearing a mask is that for the people that are supposed to are currently sick. But now mm-hmm. they're saying that you know you should you should start wearing it to you know to protect yourself from this COVID from other people because now it's, now it's airborne now so it's practically all over the air right now somehow mm-hmm. so this is probably the best way to wear it now I mean like for me personally at first I thought the mask thing was kind of over the top but now it's starting to become a thing so um, fashion statement I guess but. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people around here, and in other countries, um, they're they're wearing masks, and some people don't have the 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 the, the access to like the the N95 masks, so they're you know they're doing what they can, whether it's uh, um, you know uh, bandanas or shirts or whatnot. I know we we've seen some photos, and I know a few people in Puerto Rico actually that uh, you know they don't have access. Patiently for it, so I knew it was wait, coming. Wait, 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 so they were saying there were dirty divers, and I'm like, wait a minute, I was confused for two seconds. I'm like, ah, yeah, because I you had me there for two seconds. I'm like, wait a second, I was all like, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, look, if there was dirty divers being used in Puerto Rico, it would <laughs> surprise me in a weird way. But not, but then again, though, I'm, in all seriousness, no. I mean, I, I why would you know? That makes sense to me, but you know. It's just, you know, Puerto Rico's actually in bad shape, too. I know somebody's over there right now. So, excuse me. And, you know, this is, like, bad everywhere, period. So. Well, you know, I'm, I'm telling, I'm telling a, a friend of mine who's listening right now. She said, what an asshole. And it's like, yeah. I said, because I went, I went off on somebody in, in this chat room today on Discord. Because usually I will share the flyer with people who like to listen to the show. And somebody made a sarcastic comment about my flyer. And Mm -hmm. I said, um, well, now I'm going to block them. But I said that, um, what I said that, I hope that they get the virus and suffer and die, which, you know, is ideal, you know, that it happens because you just don't do stupid shit like that and, you know, contact people. Sorry. Yeah, we're in a, 
No, yeah. I was blocking the person. Yes. Right, and let well, me just say, well, because they, were, they were sending me private messages, calling me names, calling me a boot out. That's right, motherfucker. That's what I am. I'm the biggest bitch that you will ever deal with. And whoever you are, I hope that you get it and die. <laughs> See, it's like, I have no issues in saying this. And that's what I said basically in this chat room. I'm not the kind of person that, you know, I'm just not there with some people. Oh, don't wish anything bad. It's going to come back to you, karma. Like, that's all bullshit. Well, you know what? (laughs) If we have more, if we do have martial law, I guess the first thing to do is just, you know, give these so-called assholes, you know, these uh, viruses right on the street, if we could. I mean, it would be awesome. There's a way to do so. Those are the people who completely deserve it, as far as I am concerned. I know that there are people that are suffering with this, and they're suffering. I mean, this is not the only disease that people are suffering with. There, There's cancer. There's HIV. You know, there's all these things that are going on that people get and do not deserve it. And then you have stupid people, like, floating around and making all of these sarcastic comments like they're funny and they're not. And most of the time, it's the same people that you will find on TikTok. I mean, look, I get my <laughs> boobs on TikTok. Uh, yeah, I don't get TikTok still anyway, but, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> Maybe, but, um, <laughs> but, you know, but, hey, look, it's whatever. But, but as far as that last guy, you know, I guess he was just bored. You know, he was just trying to, trying to be funny, which, you know. You had me there for two seconds, and when I'm like, when, I, when the dirty diaper part got me confused, I'm like, huh? So <laughs> it's whatever it is. It's whatever. You know, we just have to move on. That's the only thing we yeah. can do. Hey, look. Absolutely. I mean, it couldn't be Absolutely. worse than what the president's doing right now. So, um, Absolutely. But. <laughs> but you know what? Like well. I said, it's to, be, it's to be expected when you're dealing with people who don't have high IQs, and then they just want to come in and show off their stupidity. I mean, it's like it's all over the place. The levels of stupidity sometimes I have to, I can't even question anymore because it's just, you know, I have this conversation with a friend of mine, and we laugh our asses off with some people because of the things that they put on social media, things that they post, pictures that they post, And sometimes I share things with her and I'm like, did they really just share that? Or did they really just say that? It just makes me wonder, like, what, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to prove in all of this? I mean, even people, there was somebody that had put out a tweet that was completely unrelated to COVID or anything of of that matter. And then a girl responds, oh, thank you so much for your support. I was denied unemployment. I have, I don't have food. I don't have this. I don't have that. Here's my cash app. Now, nobody, nobody liked it. Nobody retweeted it. And it just makes you wonder the integrity of people. Should you feel sorry for them? Do you buy into, you know, they just put their cash app there. You know, it's, it's really dangerous. I mean, even my phone has been 
blowing up with the scam calls and the robocalls. And then I've been answering it and just basically like this monotone, hello, mm-hmm. hello, hello. And they just like talking and I'm just saying hello, hello. And then finally, I don't know if, I mean, I don't know how they do it, whether they have somebody listening until, I don't know, someone says yes and they pick up. I have no idea like how how it works. No clue. But I'm mm-hmm. having fun with it. <laughs> I'm having fun turning shit around on them. It is funny though. But, well, you know, um, yeah, I mean, but... getting back to the getting back to the mask situation when when that person was talking about the mask and all that stuff. I mean, in all seriousness, is is it true that we do need to be walking around with some type of mask, with some type of protection? I mean, basically, when I go out, I just wear gloves. I don't wear a mask of any I mean, I wear, I wear gloves, too, but I guess, you know, people are pushing the whole issue. Yeah, you got to wear a mask. You got to wear a mask. I posted something on Instagram or Twitter. I mean, Facebook yesterday also. I was mm-hmm. saying to myself, should I be... I'm debating on should I still wear a mask or not, even though I am out. I am wearing gloves, black gloves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but at the same time, people are saying, yeah, start wearing a mask, start wearing a mask. <laughs> You'll be saving lives and all that shit. Right. And I'm saying right. to myself, okay. So, so it's like, maybe I should start wearing a mask. I don't know. But then again, I'm around older people in my house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe it's just their safety as well. So right. especially if you're older, yeah, it's like uh, you really want don't want anything to they don't want to catch anything because you don't want nothing to happen to them, you know. Mm-hmm. Until this blows over, so there's this oh so far that as far as I know, people have been <coughs> have been uh, dying from this, and it's I really mean, it's, really it's scary. about the celebrities who have gotten it. They're out traveling. They're interacting with people. You know, acting is a very skin contact business, I guess, for lack of a better word. It really is. I took up acting, you know, in the early 2000s. I was studying all different forms of acting, going to different acting classes. And it is a very skin contact kind of, you know, kind of a, a business. You are gonna kiss people that are strangers. You know, you're you're going to have scenes where you need to touch people, and mm-hmm. you know it's not surprising that actors do or have interacted with people and how how these things spread, but. Mm-hmm. You know, does it happen? Like, is it going to happen to all of us? You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess my question is, how do we come back from this? Like, will we ever be, quote, unquote, normal? I guess that has been the burning question for me. Um, What happens when we are at a baseball stadium? Are we going to be different Mm -hmm. around? People, you know, are we gonna I would think break so. down yeah, the chair good. before we sit on it? You know what I mean? It's just like I don't think that things are ever going to really be the same. I don't think they will. I agree. I think you know, 
just like when 9-11 happened, things, things didn't, did change, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, we're more, we're more cognitive of, of our surroundings. We're trying, you know, things have, things changed then. Now imagine now, mm-hmm. of course, I think, for example, it'll be the same scenario as people will be like, you just say, they probably clean the chairs, like when they go to a baseball stadium or whatever, mm-hmm. right. or a concert in some cases. You know, but mm-hmm. that's another place too. When you, there's another place where a huge congregation takes place, a concert. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Like, now, what's going to happen then? You, you got to take the temperatures before they go into a, to the, a venue, because that mm-hmm. happens sometimes too. Like that, you know, in case if you're going to do something with a lot of people, uh, they uh, they check the temperatures before you go in. And I, I say this because the quick example is that, that you know WWE, they just recently had WrestleMania. A two-parter, right. and, I, and tomorrow they were—they actually taped this, I think, a week or two ago, because you know, in case they can't do it live. But long story short, anytime mm-hmm. they do something like this, they do actually check, check their temperatures before they go in. And if they go over, I say, I think 101 or something, they can't. They, so they can't, you know, perform, if you will. So I'm saying to myself, is this going to happen? To like anybody else going to a concert or, or, or going to a sporting event, they're going to check their temperatures to get in to make sure nothing catches, nobody catches anything. So right. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Things are going to be very different. Um, mm-hmm. Some of it might be for the good, some of it for the bad. I mean, can you imagine going into a concert and you're going to be every, half of the people wearing masks? So, I, and you know, I, think, <laughs> I mean, concerts, people too. like sweat in concerts, you know what I mean? Like you sweat, you you have body contact with other people, not on purpose, but it's just the shit that happens mm-hmm. in concerts. You know, I've been to different yeah. concerts and, um, you know, especially like, the, um, damn, I forget the name of that, the heavy metal concert that they had in um, in the summer a couple of years ago in New Jersey. I can't remember the name of it. But think about it. It's hot. You know, people are sweating, and mm-hmm. they have like different mayhem fest. That's what it's called, mayhem fest. Mayhem and fest, and okay. they have different stages of like, you know, different performers. So people are like transferring themselves to the different stages. They're close together. They're sweating. You know, they're throwing their heads. Sweat is like flying all over the air. <laughs> I'm saying to myself. How can we as a society be ever okay with that? You won't be able to enjoy yourself because you're going to be afraid that somebody's going to head slam into you or body slam into you and they're all wet and they're dripping with sweat and nobody wants to feel a stranger's sweat. I certainly don't. Right. And, and let's go well, something further. I think I mentioned this a week ago where um, – Conventions. I mean, specifically porn conventions. Now, I I said last week that I thought I never spoke. I keep in mind I haven't spoken to anybody from the AVNs or Exotica and that camp of whether they're going to change their policies regarding to like what's going to happen and say like you know because it is it is a convention based on like you know touching and all that stuff like hugging or you know. Mm-hmm. A couple of times you would take a picture with somebody and grab their ass and whatnot, mm-hmm. but I don't know right. what's going to happen because, like I said again, I'm not. I haven't spoken to anybody from Exotica as far as I know. As far as I know, I don't know what would be the policy now because I'm not. You know, I'm not jinxing it either. But then again, 
You're going to be a we are around a lot of people, and you're going to be bumping into people. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen then? So are you going to be wearing gloves the whole time you're walking around in a convention? Right. I don't know. <laughs> so those those things are you have to take into consideration too, and mm-hmm. especially if you go to the uh, to the part of the dungeon in this case. Are you going to be spanked by somebody wearing gloves? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been done before, obviously, but just saying. But, I mean, just, you know, <laughs> that's just a lot of to think about. And it is, it is funny, too. But, um, but, but I mean, what's going to happen? I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to be a while to figure out what's going to happen in the future. I mean, like, you know, the last convention I went to was uh, the AVN. Back mm-hmm. in late January, I mean, I feel right. fine. I mean, there was no mm-hmm. COVID nineteen warning as far as I can remember. So, right, but it wasn't like it wasn't around because obviously it was. It just, you know, I guess wasn't making the news like the way it is now. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, you know what I mean? Because think about it, how you were in a crowd <laughs> and now and you're fine you know it's, it's still like begs the question of what the fuck is really going on here is this whole COVID-19 really blown out of proportion are we saying it's airborne because we're really trying to keep people at home I mean yes we have to go out to the store and pick up the necessities that we need to pick up but then at the same time, you know, are you, is the government scaring the public to a point that the only people that need to come out are the people that are making deliveries to other people's houses? I mean, you know, when I go to the supermarket to buy my chicken or my salad, I don't want somebody else picking it out for me. I want to be able to have the choice to pick out those things for myself. And, you know, you have a lot of people also on Instagram that they're putting up posts that that are funny in the sense sarcastic funny how everybody used to make fun of Michael Jackson walking around with a glove and a mask you know Michael Jackson didn't die of a of a virus he died of 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 an overdose you know right. but have you ever heard of Michael Jackson getting sick no <laughs> you didn't hear that cuz you know the man was walking around protected he didn't want anybody touching him yeah, exactly. And, you know, he walked around with an umbrella, too, I guess, you know, yeah. to protect himself from the sun. Yeah, mm-hmm. those kind of things, you know. Is, and, you know, and he makes the mask more fashionable. That's just, you know, when you see him. So, but yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just saying. But but I think these days now, it's like everybody's wearing a mask. And it's like everybody thinks it's a thing to do. But it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I wore it today for the first time. But it's like, okay. Do, do do I feel safe? It's like, you know, there's not many people out, you know, except right. for that thing. I told you at 7 o'clock earlier, everybody was just cheering, you mm-hmm. know. So, but, I mean, again, um, the mask thing, is it really that necessary? I'm, I'm just, and, but now, oh, and I got told you a week ago also that there's a mm-hmm. store in Brooklyn just made it clear once you walk in, if you don't either have a glove or mask or both, for that matter, you can't get into mm-hmm. the store. So right. most, some of these mom and pop shops are currently doing that right now. That's how crazy it is. So, so, so it's like, 
is is I mean, have you, let me ask you because I know around your way, have you seen people walking around with masks? I mean, oh, who yes. do you think people are just? I have I have seen people walking around with masks on, and I stay the fuck far away from them because to me, I look at it as I don't know what you have that you're wearing that mask. You know, you're out here, you're out and about. I'm not looking at it as a way that they're using it to protect themselves from getting anything. They could have something. And that's the way I look at people who are wearing masks, that they might have something. And I stay real far away from them. I don't go anywhere near anybody who's wearing a mask because I don't want any shit. But then at the same time, you know, I mean, it's like I've been out. I wear my gloves. I don't wear a mask. I've gotten my supplies and, you know, and I come home, come home. I throw out the gloves. I wash my hands regardless, because even though I am wearing gloves, just get into the habit of washing your hands. I mean, you know, I, I, I even look at it like this to have to tell adult people to wash their hands, to be clean, Because we all know that people are not clean and they have not been clean years. You know, you can't just blame a certain group or a society or race of people. You just cannot. You know, that's not that's not even true. I remember when I was growing up and, I, you know, in school, if I had to go to the bathroom and um, I forget who it was. It was an Asian girl. And I remember she would go to the bathroom and she would wash her hands before she would go into the bathroom and wash her hands after. And my friends and I, we were just so perplexed. Well, why is she washing her hands before? And it's like, of course, you should wash your hands before you touch yourself. You should wash your hands after. Why not? And, you know, yeah, that makes sense. growing yeah. up, it was just weird. Like you can't just turn around and say, Oh, it's, it's this group of people's fault or it's that group of people's fault. Somebody had put up an article, a link, and they said, you know, please read the article in its entirety. And I did. Um, So it's an article about that. A biologist said that the coronavirus could have leaked from a Wuhan bio lab. So apparently some shit happened in a lab like we see in pictures, uh, you know, in movies, I mean, and some accident happened. I don't, I don't know if you saw this, but it's on summit.news and, you know, with so many different summit, S U M M I. Yeah. Um, You have so many different, quote-unquote, news medias, you know, um, and you just never know what, you know, what is true. But I'll read you part of what's written in this article. Um, Richard H. Ebright, a professor of chemical biology at Rutgers University, told the Daily Caller that he believes it is a distinct possibility that an accident in a laboratory in China could have caused the outbreak. Professor Ebright said that a denial is not a refutation, referring to China's top virologist, Xi Zengli. I'm, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that last name wrong, who works at the lab in Wuhan 
has repeatedly denied that it was the source of the pandemic. Zengli, known as the quote-unquote Batwoman, because she works with bat-borne viruses, has said that the coronavirus spread is a nature punishing the human race for keeping uncivilized living habits. Now, who knows if, if that's even that true? Don't we have like, and I really don't want to just close it in on the religious people because I don't even think that religious people are even thinking in this capacity. I think that there are people who are thinking in this capacity that that the earth is resetting itself. So let's get rid of, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's still yeah, not getting rid yeah. of the I mean, stupid it sounds, people. It I mean, it's just, bizarre, I guess. I'm I like, oh, the universe, there are some people who crossed me who are still walking around. When are you going to get rid of them? <laughs> I'm still waiting. <laughs> is, it, is it a crazy? Let's just face it. This is, has to be one of the most significant part of history of the United States right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be talked about for a very long time. This is not something that's going to Absolutely. like a year later. We're just going to forget this ever happened. You know, as much mm-hmm. as we love to, but no, we're going to be talking about this for a long time. Learn from the situation and really sh- and and trying to figure out how to prevent something like this. So this so something like this can never happen again. Not to say it mm-hmm. will, but stranger of things have happened. So mm-hmm. just, that's just the thing that we just got to figure out. It's like, what do right. we learn from this, and what do and what and what should we do more? Like we talk about, you know, the concerts and stuff like that. Do you think mm-hmm. we're going to be uh, screening people coming in to see if they're sick or not? So right. no, that's just that's just it's going to become that. You know, taking so, this picture it's, as it, as you're collecting skit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, could you imagine just like you know taking samples before you going into a concert? Like, who the fuck knows? So yeah. it's just it's just it's just so weird what's just been happening now. So, you know, there is like a there's like a thermometer, but there's a, I forgot what the device is called. But they you've been this is what they've been using recently because of this whole thing. There's a it's a temp it's a thermometer where you, they they instead of putting it on your tongue or anywhere else. Um, mm-hmm. You you put that on your forehead. It's like a little, it's like a, like a little like a like a little gun, and you put it on your head, and it checks your temperature mm-hmm. right there, and it, mm-hmm. and it checks it very quick, and if it tells you uh, how, how high or low you are, you know what I mean. Right. And if you're a normal mm-hmm. temperature, you're good. But if you're high, then yeah, you're fucked. That kind of mm-hmm. thing. So I guess they're going to be starting using something like that. I don't know. But right. That's just something I've seen. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of things that people see on the internet right now. You know, um, you know, COVID nineteen news, the uh, pandemic, the TikTok that you like discussing, and Tiger King. <laughs> and I keep mentioning Tiger King. <laughs> so, well, you so know, this is a wacky it, world. What? There's there are two things. There are two things that I want to say about that. Well, first and foremost, I mean, before before we get into the whole TikTok thing that I want to bring up. You know, we're talking about like the dangers of, of people with masks, etc. I had just seen driver. Some person got on his in in Detroit and off. 
for coughing and not covering. And he went on a rant, basically cursing and talking about this uh, person. Maribel, just so you know, just, you're breaking up. Again? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, just How about now? You do. You're Am I now. okay now? Okay. Yeah. So the bus driver had went on a rant talking about the person on his bus coughing and not covering their mouth and all this stuff. And unfortunately, he ended up getting the virus and died. I mean, it's just awful that, yes, I know. <laughs> she t- Somebody just told me I'm breaking up. Yes, I, sh- I hopefully should sound better now. But see, these are, these are the concerns because you have so many different stories that are being told. It's why is it that when a person was coughing, the bus driver ended up getting it and dying? Did he actually get it from the person that was coughing? Did he get it from touching something and then touching his face? I mean, there's so many different factors um, or mm-hmm. variables in that story because he was a bus driver. He was constantly interacting with the public. He could have had it for right. quite a while. And then this person comes on coughing, and a few days later, the man is dead. And maybe it didn't come from the person coughing. It could have came way before then. Um, as far as TikTok is concerned, you know, we talk about and we joke about the whole toilet paper thing and how hard it is now to find paper products and cleaning Which is supplies. Ridiculous. I mean, things that we really shouldn't have run out of, and we did, which is insane. But um, so now what I'm seeing on TikTok is these level up challenges where people are taking the rolls of toilet paper and having their animals jump over it and just they start off with one level, then two level and three levels. I mean, here is another poor example of what you're doing with your toilet paper. (laughs) You know what I mean? There are people that have to get up in the wee hours of the morning stand in line at a store because they're letting 50 people in at a time. So who knows how long you're going to wait there to get in just to buy paper products. And you've got idiots on TikTok using the toilet paper to see how high, how many levels their animal can jump over the freaking toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) What animals do they use? Like they're like their pets. Yeah. I yeah, I saw it with cats and I saw it with dogs. Oh, okay. So, well, <laughs> stranger <laughs> things have happened. I mean, I can see cats and dogs and hopefully not tigers, but you know, that would be the next thing. Watch. You'll see. But, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> just whatever you do, Maribel, just don't buy a don't don't buy a don't buy a tiger for your backyard. Just don't. <laughs> No, I, I I won't. I think I'm just going to stick with my ghost paranormal stuff, which I love, which I love to watch. But, you know, last week I wanted to bring up something because I, you have celebrities that are dropping dead from this shit and they look mm-hmm. pretty healthy. <laughs> you know, for me, I look at it as like, 
why are these people dropping dead? Mark Blum, he was that mm-hmm. movie Desperately Seeking Susan. He was the one that oh. played the quote unquote the Spock King of New Jersey. He right. passed away from the coronavirus. Um, there there was a musician who, mm-hmm. who passed away from the coronavirus. I mean, yeah, you know, I know he, it's, I, I, and I think you hear who you're talking about. It's the guy who um, is escaping me now. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm yeah, looking it up hand, now. There's a handful of celebrities that I think died from this, all of this. And it's just crazy, too. And also family, friends, and whatnot. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. just really getting out of control. And it's, and trying to figure out what to do from there. I'm and I looking think Tom up Hanks has become his name now. Um, let's see. The New York Post here. Um, well, you know, huh. Tom Hanks had it. Prince Charles had it. Um, Andy Cohen from Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. Um, shit. I, and his name is not coming up now, of course. There was a chef, Floyd Cardoz. I mean, it's like people, Joe Diffie, a country singer who passed away from it. I mean, it's just, it's yeah, just crazy. Um, what was that? I said, it's just craziness. The, the yeah, celebrities it's, that it's, seem it's, fairly healthy that are dropping to Adam, Adam Sh- uh, Schlesinger. He was 52, oh, right, right. he was a musician, he was a, a member of the Fountains of Wayne, he was a songwriter. I mean, and I say to myself, like, how is this stuff happening? Like, how is this happening? If you know all of this shit is going on, why aren't you still washing your hands? Why aren't you taking precautions for just in case, even if you don't believe it? And who knows, people could have had just underlying conditions and we just don't know. Quiz, uh, quiz. Chris Cuomo, <laughs> he has, I'm not laughing that he has it. I'm laughing because I was saying his name wrong. Uh, Governor right. Cuomo's brother now has it. Pink just disclosed that she had it and was recovering from it. So here's another thing. Pink, why didn't you say anything from the get? It's like, I think people now, they're afraid of disclosing that they have it out of fear that maybe people will stay away from them. I mean, rightly so. I would want to stay away from a person who has it. Give me that fucking option. This is the problem with society is that people are so self-centered and so wrapped up in their own world that they don't think about anybody else. And this is the reason why we are fucked. Some, and my friend just texted me and her three-year-old son also had it too. Have some kind of consideration for and, society. And, and you just said it too. You know, it's not just older people and younger people too, especially if somebody's three. Mm-hmm. You know, people think oh, it's all the older people will get it or if they do get it, they're in danger. No, it's right. younger people too. I know somebody just died at the age of 25 from this. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking young. 
So it's just, just, just I wild. This is like, I, I don't know. This is just, 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 I don't know. I mean, people want to compare this to the AIDS epidemic back then, but this is just different, though. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that was, that, but that was a different time, though. AIDS was more like you might, because people thought it was, you know, a, um, well, it was a sexually transmitted disease. People thought that it was just a gay thing at first years ago. Remember those times? People yes. thought that, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know how you know how wrong people were at that time. You know, absolutely, and... absolutely. You had you had closeted men, and I'm not saying this to be offensive, but it is the truth. You had closeted men who were married with families, you know, because they didn't want to disappoint family members in coming mm-hmm. out being gay, so they just lived a pretend life to appease their family members, but yet they were going out, they were being, you know, with other men and then coming home to their wives and not really thinking that they were going to get anything or spread anything. And nobody thinks in that capacity and certainly not faulting for people having, you know, closeted lives because their family members don't approve of homosexuality or whatever the case may be. But um, the fact of the matter is this is what was happening. You also had it happening to people who were using intravenous drugs. You had, you know, um, the disease of addiction does not discriminate. It doesn't matter who you are, what sex you are, what sex you like, it's just is. It's a disease, mm-hmm. and people get it, and people have it. And when you have a habit, especially like an intravenous drug uh, habit, and you're sharing needles with people, you're not caring about whether the needle is clean. You're just caring about getting the drugs into your system so that you can feel good. And that's That is scary enough that now you have this epidemic happening because of the drugs, because of sex, you know, with both, with both sexes, with both men and women and how it just started to spread rapidly. So, I mean, you know, I know we were joking last week when, when Trump was saying, you know, that it was a, it was a Chinese virus and all of this stuff because it comes from China and all. I mean, nobody it doesn't matter where it comes from. Now we have a problem. The thing is, what do we do about it? How do we stop it? How, or if we can't stop it right now, how do we minimize it? What precautions do we need to take? What responsibilities do we need to take? And not just being responsible for ourselves in our own cleanliness, but also being responsible to humanity when you go outside you know just all of these things and it still takes me back to that we're never going to be the same after this I mean you talked about 9-11 yes you're right with the 9-11 people were much more loving and concerned and you know there there was a closeness that we didn't have before 
But then, of course, that changed. Jobs changed. People lost jobs. Temp agencies, I mean, I remember I, I uh, used a lot of recruiting agencies to get jobs. And that changed as well. Now you had to interview just for a temp job, even if the temp job was going to last for a week or two weeks. They didn't just want any old person coming in and doing the job. And after that, it just never went back to that concept. We're still in that today, that recruiting agencies, if you're going to go for a long-term temp job, they want to interview you. The company wants to interview you. They want to make sure that your background comes out clean. No more of the days of a company saying, oh, we'll call XYZ temp agency and they can get us somebody right here, right now. I mean, remember, I don't, I don't know if you know, but back in, in those days, in, in, in the late 90s and the early 2000s, you had you could get up in the morning, Monday morning, go to the agency, be there before nine o'clock, sit and wait in in their area, in their little lounge area or reception area, because calls would be coming in. And every time a call came in, if they needed a temp, you were right there, you were mm-hmm. ready, they gave you the information, and there you went. Right. Even if it was for the day even if it was for the week and you had different people in there, not just, you know, administrative assistants, but you had different people there that did different jobs and that stopped. There was no more of the days of waiting in the reception area to see if you were going to get a temp job that day. So, yes. Yeah. We I just never, never went back to pl- Yeah. I've never worked in a temp place before, but I'm, I, I know there's temp places that still exist mm-hmm. today, but I don't think mm-hmm. they're doing what you're saying just now. So I guess it's no. a bit of a different, uh, different, different era, a different era, so to speak, a different way of doing things now. They do have temp jobs. That I know because I know somebody that, that a, a close friend of mine still works in a temp place, you know, still waiting for work. But I guess it's more like, you know, they'll call you. Instead of calling us, and you're not going to go right. into some office. I think, you, I think they'll call you, and once they do, I think they just tell you where to go, and then you go from there. Yes. So, and that, and so they're, basically, you're, you're, I mean, basically, yes, that's that's the way it works now. Um, the temp agency wants to interview you. They want to do, basically what it is with all of these recruiting firms and agencies is that you are the agency is the first stop for you to get interviewed. You're interviewing through the agency. And then after that, you're interviewing with the company because the agency wants to be able to represent you correctly when they are speaking to their client and saying, Hey, we have so-and-so and have these skills and they've been doing this job for X amount of years we think they would be a great candidate for your company. And the company is relying on the recruiting agency to make sure that they are bringing candidates that would be good for their company and that they would, um, that they would, I'm turning off the chat room because I'm kind of tired of it. So I'm just getting out of it. 
Um, Why everybody's talking in there? I, mean, I haven't seen it myself. No, because, oh. you know, no, nobody's talking because this is an intelligent conversation, so they can't handle it. Um, so they leave, which is understandable because, it's you know, I want to focus in on what we're discussing over here. Um, I mean, don't worry. We could talk about sex later on and maybe the end of the show. Uh, yes. oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll miss out on the whole thing. But, um, yeah. you know, in, in that regard, yes, the agencies now have set themselves up in a way where they are first in line before you actually see a company. Now, you know, rarity that you get direct interviews from companies, but then also you have, I mean, I know we're veering off like a, a totally different topic, but then you no, also no, have I know, a lot I know of... what you mean. Don't worry. The sex talk comes later. If you want to know what I bought in <laughs> uh, Stockroom, I will, will, I'll tell you at the end of the show, but go ahead. You know what? I meant to check my site too, because I was saying to myself, do I have a Stockroom link on my site? And I meant to check yeah. that, and I completely forgot because I started doing something else. I don't think I do, which now I'm going to have to like look into why I don't have a, a stock room link. <laughs> <laughs> They're good people, by the way. So um, that's, all, that's all I'm going to leave them here. So it's like, you know, we don't have no coupons to give out, but we definitely think they're good people. I mean, I, I've dealt with them in the past. So I'll mm-hmm. tell you what I have. I got at the end of the show. But but as far as, you know, well, well, like I said, what we're talking about right now is very important because mm-hmm. we don't know how long this is going to be. We don't know when this mm-hmm. is going to end. You got Trump mm-hmm. for saying, oh, we should be done by Easter, which is, I believe, next week. Um, right. <laughs> and here so, we are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're so, still here. So, you know, it's like. You know, like I said, I mentioned earlier, people are doing shows from their houses and stuff like that. I think I was mm-hmm. a fan of, I don't know if you watched Real Time with Bill Maher, but last night was actually really good, where he did mm-hmm. it from his backyard, and then when he calls Man Cave. But yeah. uh, but it's actually, it was actually good. He did Yeah, he did it last night. It was really good. He had Bernie Sanders and uh, Willie Nelson, which I can't believe. He, he looked older when I was a kid, and he looked old now. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's like you know, it, it, it's kind of like the thing that we're talking about now. It's like we're just doing, we're just trying to figure out what's going to happen now, how we're going to learn from this down the road, and right. so you know, it, it's just, it's just a lot of things too. Like um, the son of Mel Brooks, Max Brooks, was talking about the same thing on Mel, on mm-hmm. Bill Maher. So it's just like, what do we do? You know, and at some point, you know, we get, we, we at some point we're going to have to figure this out, and we we don't mm-hmm. we have an incompetent president that can't figure it out. So, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't know what your local representatives, like the mayors and stuff like that, is doing, but I'm sure because mm-hmm. I, I know an army of De Blasio, De Blasio, De Blasio, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Where my mindset is, it's like he's trying his best to get the city together as much as, much as some things I don't agree what he does, but at the same uh-huh. time, you know, right. he's trying to make this work as possible. Because I mean, like, you know, it's affecting our schools. Everybody's being homeschooled temporarily. They're learning stuff mm-hmm. from, you know, from like, you know, Skype or Zoom or whatever it is. And, right. and it's, it's now it's like, how long is this going to be? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like this is mm-hmm. this is like a new normal for 
excuse me, for a little bit. So, well, the thing like is, said, is that it it is a domino effect, and we're all getting affected in one form or another. And this is the reason why I had brought up earlier, you know, about the celebrities and feeling the need to be on their cell phones and doing all of these Instagram, IG, you know, videos and, and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't know if you saw recently, I didn't watch it. I heard it. I thought it was awful, but I did bring it up about the, uh, somebody had wrote an article in the New York Times. It's under the critics' notebook. This Imagine cover is no heaven. So a couple of people got together and they sang John Lennon's Imagine, and it was really it, bad. Name? One of them was was it one of them like uh, Wonder Woman? What's the name? Gal Gadot. Who's um, uh, Gal Gadot? It was. Yeah, Gal Gadot. Yeah, yeah. All beautiful women, but don't need to fucking sing. <laughs> like what? No, I none of them could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing, that that, that would not need it personally. Do every time something like a crisis happens, do we really need to sing? You right. know, and all in harmony. It's not needed. You mm-hmm. know. So, but um, it's just not. I mean, you know, I get why they're trying to do it. They're trying to lift spirits up and all that good stuff. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it too. It was not that good. <laughs> it was just so bad. But, you know, I, I like, mean, this is the whole thing. It's trying to be like that... a... I'm about to say, it was like a really, like, a, like a, uh, a broke-down version of We All the World. It was so bad. <laughs> Which, by the way, I think Lionel Richie is trying to see if he can bring that back. <laughs> for this, for this. I'm not kidding. So <laughs> A broke-down version of We Are the World. You know, I mean, it's like, I don't think that there are certain events you can recreate and capture moments like that. The reason why We Are the World was so good was because it was never done before it was original well you know what lies it was done before with um with the british musicians yeah um, the christmas around this time it was like is that the christmas song right uh i, I believe I think it, was, it was and yeah it um, had george and um uh, yeah i think a handful of yeah i remember that i'm and looking then, of it up the now came because like I can't remember who it was. was. Christmas time this year, something. Damn, damn! I haven't heard since I was a kid. Oh, it was Band Aid. Band Aid. Band Aid. Yes. Yeah. Band Aid. But Band Aid was more of like a big concert, though. That that was like uh, that was like a concert that was like from um, no, I was thinking Ride Live Aid. Sorry, I get Band Aid and Ride Live Aid confused. Um, yeah, was Band-Aid. it? Because I, I, I was looking it up and it said Band-Aid on it. Band-Aid, uh, right. No, I, Live Aid may have been something else. Yeah, that had like um, w- uh, one concert in oh, London. Oh, yes, and the other Live London. Aid. Do they know it's Christmas? And they were singing about the people 
in Ethiopia because Ethiopians were starving, which was insane because it's just like we live in a world where shit like that shouldn't be happening. You know, we shouldn't see people starving to death, especially children, which is quite disturbing. So, yes, we had Live Aid and they raised money for that, yet people are still starving you know, even here yeah, it's still, in America. Yeah, it has, some things just don't change. But, uh, but, but, yeah, that was a different time. But, I mean, like, we do, right. why are we singing together? There was no cause of them singing today, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. You try to cheer, cheer, cheer people up. I understand that. But with good singing, you know what I mean? So nothing personal. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sarah Silverman, uh, Will Farrell. it was just awful. Like, if you're trying to be funny, it wasn't funny. And then you're also taking a song. And I even think that John Lennon's son had made a disparaging comment about it. And it's funny because I was talking to a friend of mine about it. He had brought it up and he was like, I mean, he just goes, he veers off that, you know, Imagine is a communist song because John Lennon had all of these different ideas about you know, the world and politics and society and what have you. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I know that it's a beautiful song. I mean, they also agree as well, but you know, who knows? The fact of the matter is, is that it was done in poor taste. It wasn't funny. If it was meant to be funny, um, it shouldn't have been done. I think that celebrities just need to take a back seat and stop trying to be in front of the camera and stop trying to, you know, hog up thinking that we are going to listen to them because they're a celebrity and they're in the movies and we're just supposed to be following suit. This is my take on it. This is the way I feel about it. Do I like seeing some celebrities like doing their laundry or whatever? Sure. You know, that's, uh, you're looking through your phone, you get tired of looking at the TV, you look at your phone, oh, what's going on on Instagram? What's going on on this? What's going on on that? And you look, but some people live for this shit. They really, really do. And as far as the whole um, Live Aid and We Are the World thing, like I said, It was a one-time thing that happened. Why did they do this? They did it for a cause. They did it to help people, to help society. And, you know, you also had talented musicians. I mean, there was another thing. You had musicians coming together that you wouldn't normally see singing and coming together. Do you see what I'm saying? Like you had Bruce Springsteen. You had Lionel Richie. Cindy Lauper, um, I can't remember, Peter Gabriel. Like, you had all of different music, musical genres in one room. Michael Jackson. Who else? Yeah, Bruce Springsteen. You had um, even Ray Charles was part of that, and even Stevie Wonder, two blind people. Yeah. (laughs) But, but, yeah, Quincy Jones was pretty much the composer, and, like, yes. I remember mm-hmm. that. So, mm-hmm. and then speaking of concerts, last Friday, I no last Friday, last Sunday, excuse me, there was a, mm-hmm. a concert basically that was conducted by Elton John, where mm-hmm. he had certain celebrities, you know, certain mm-hmm. you know performers actually performing from home, 
mm-hmm. know, I thought that was a unique. It was for an hour, but I and it was for a cause. It wasn't like what well, Gal Gannett did, and mm-hmm. it was more like you know everybody was you know singing, performing, and whatever mm-hmm. proceeds that they got, you know, is going to mm-hmm. look for the cure for this, uh, you know, COVID nineteen. So last mm-hmm. week they did a concert, but it was a home concert type thing. I think Mariah Carey was part of that. And um, I didn't see it, but I heard it was really, I think it was actually a little bit better than when we were talking about with uh, this uh, Imagine song earlier. So, <laughs> so, so, look, if Elton John put this together, I don't see the, I'm uh, pretty much all for it. So, And I think they did it intended with good intentions to, like, raise awareness and, more importantly, raise money just to find a cure. Yeah, but you know what? I'm sorry. You don't need to be a clown and sing Imagine and fuck up a good song because you're trying to bring awareness to people. Have some freaking common sense. I mean, seriously, do you need to sing a song to let people know you need to wash your hands and wash your ass and keep, keep shit to yourself? Don't dig up your nose and then touch a freaking door. I mean, it's like, why are why we? Why not? I think that's what that's shit. what um, Elton John might do next. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, you know, no, we oh, have no. you about. Know did, you know who actually did that? Um, who? Gloria Gator. Who uh, rewrote the song to <laughs> I'll, wash, I'll wash my hands or something like that? You know, I'll survive. You know, it's kind of, and she rewrote that song. With, I heard with about that. Of, <laughs> that's kind of funny. So. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's Gloria Gaynor singing her own song. It's not like is she still alive? Yeah, she's still alive. <laughs> wow. She's still. Yeah, alive. but see, that's yeah. the thing. Is that it's her singing it. It's not like these clowns who can't carry a tune singing a song and distorting it and fucking it up for everybody else. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if it's Elton John doing it too, then I'm all for it. You know, Elton John performs still, you know, even though he's retiring, but he, he still performs. Right. Yeah, but, so. you know, Elton John... Elton John also knows how to sing. It's not like he doesn't know how to sing. Exactly. Do you see what I'm saying? Like every, yeah, with everybody else, just, you know, just, I don't know what the hell you want to call what they were trying before. <laughs> you know, just, you know, just I, it's like off sync. Talk about, there was, I was talking to somebody earlier about being off sync, but that's something I else. I seriously but. think that people should just stay in their fucking lane. And keep perfecting your own craft and stay out of other people's craft. <laughs> you know, there's a reason why. And you, I'm sure that you've heard me, my chief complaint, you know, with people. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I've seen some people talk about how they, uh, they were a podcaster. They were this. They were—I mean, they were like the jack of all trades with nothing to back it up. And my thing is, is like, you're either gonna be this or you're gonna be that. But stop hopping around saying that you did all of these things when, in fact, you didn't do anything because you're trying to gain clarity of your audience. Like, don't do that. Respect people 
for their craft, what it is that they're good at. I want to say this because I want to promote this. On Monday, um, I did an interview with Madame Marguerite, and it's coming out on Skyhawk After Dark on Monday, um, 7 o'clock, I believe, here, uh, Mountain Standard Time and Pacific Standard Time and 10 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time. So you can listen to that show. And uh, we were talking about that. We were talking about different awareness of of what it is, of what to know. You know, if if a person came and they asked for, you know, to be mummified, they wanted a mummification session. Now we're we're dwelling into the BDSM topics. You know, if somebody came to me and said... (laughs) <laughs> Our favorite topic. Yeah. I mean, if somebody came to me and said, hey, Maribel, I want to do like a mummification session, I don't know anything about that, you know, and I'm certainly not going to start wrapping up people and then kill them by accident because they died of suffocation. You know, and then you have to really mummify them. And, so and, <laughs> but, you know, one of the things that she had mentioned was that even if you don't know how to do it and you don't want to turn somebody away, you can book things in advance. And if, if you wanted to give yourself two weeks to learn that craft, it might not be as hard as anybody think it is of what it is that you need to do to practice that. I mean, it's the same thing talking about, like, over over you know, and how to with your hand appropriately. There is a way of doing it. Don't go and, and slap people, even though I would like to <laughs> Well, don't worry. I, 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 I realize uh, how to do that now. I mean, I've, have, I've had in the past a lot of, of doms slapping me a few times, and now I know how to do it myself without, you know, really hurting somebody. Get my trip? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so... There's an art to everything, even mummified, which I haven't done yet, and I don't know if I want to. I now, I mean, I can learn that at one at some point, but you know, I mean, because you know, because I don't want to mummify somebody, and they, of course, you get, you know, they pass out and die, and then you have to really mummify them. But um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's those things you have to learn before you do anything. You know what I mean? So, right. and I guess, and I guess, you know. With, with everything else too, you're learning like slowly but surely. You know these things. You know you just don't learn overnight. You just you know it mm-hmm. takes you know years to years of practice, if you will. So right. and so and I mean you know, it's kind of like thing. with what you do. You work in the studio. You work in, in on a another television show. That doesn't come overnight. You know what I'm saying? Like. The other night I was learning um, audacity and I was working with the owner of Skyhawk. <laughs> I'm like, I, I went to, that's another thing that I'm doing because I did another erotic experiences that I said at the top of the show, I read a part of my book, but I wanted to add music to it, but kind of have the music as a voice to overpower my voice. So we have this thing called Team Viewer. So he, he he logs in and he's able to see my monitor and see what I'm doing, and he's reading the waves of of the music because you know the sound generates a wave file, and 
And he goes, oh, well, why is it that this looks like this? And I was like, how do you know that? Like, I was so dumbfounded. <laughs> and he he looks at it because he's talking to me on Skype. He goes, I learned it on TV. And then I realized that he was being sarcastic. It's like, duh, the dude is a music producer. Like, he's, he knows these things. He knows what file is what because he's seen the consistency of the files. And, you know, I say all that to say is that you didn't, just come in into a studio holding a mic and knowing how to do the board and how to do all of your sounds and how you wanted everything to come across. It was something that you learned over time. And this is the thing that really sets me with people is that you just can't come in and think that you can just do shit because somebody else is doing it and it looks easy to do. I mean, it's the same way, like, how many times have I seen people talking about doing, oh, I want to do a podcast. And I'm like, go ahead, do it. And then they realize how much work it takes to produce each show, to come up with a topic, to keep everything interesting, you know, and and even, like, doing blog talk radio. I think at some point I'm going to move away from it because I don't think it's worth spending the money anymore and just move everything over to anchor. I mean, it sucks because if people wanted to call in, they won't have that option anymore. But at the same time, I feel like in order for me to do an effective show and not have to weed out the stupidity that I'm producing and make really good content. Do you know what I'm saying? So these are the sacrifices that, I'm thinking about making that perhaps it's time for me to grow up and move out of this concept and move into another concept that would work better for my audience. Absolutely. You know, whatever works, that's what I believe. So yeah. However you, yeah. So whatever you could do, you can, you know, you learn from something and then you move on to something else and you take that experience with you as well mm-hmm. and use that in your current platform, if you will. So, so that's the best way yeah. that I can tell you that because I mean, I, a few times I've, I've done that, you know, I, I, you know, I did it from like, you know, from Eminem, which I still do, but I also yeah. do it from like, you know, put it on YouTube, how to put it also on um, Apple podcast now, which you can mm-hmm. watch it as a video podcast, you know? So, right. um, so you can watch, you know, show my show and stuff like that. And soon, I'm currently working on putting on my uh, my all my con- um, content from like the last few years to put it on my own website. That way, you know, I don't have to deal with YouTube's nonsense sometimes. You know, I'm sure you know sometimes YouTube yes. can be idiots. They like to flag you down sometimes mm-hmm. for no reason. So, and even Instagram, they're they're trying to flag you down for bullshit. You know, or even Facebook. It's like. They, it's despite the fact that social media is not censored or uncensored, sometimes they they like to flag you down for the stupidest things. So, yes. especially on Facebook too. I mean, like this. Well, you spending, also have to remember that you have that you have people that you know that what we call haters. You know, so you're gonna have those people that are just waiting for you to put up a picture where, you know, it's not showing anything, but it looks quote unquote risque. And then, you know, then they want to report your picture because they don't like you. You know, I've had that done with my other account, not with my Maribel Blue account, 
but with my, you know, with my kinky magazine account, I made it private because I didn't want to run the risk at the time. It just seemed that Instagram was just taking accounts down just because, and you had a lot of people that were complaining and reporting pictures on purpose because they didn't like porn stars or they didn't like women or whatever the case may be, um, which just became out of control. And I was like, well, I'm going to cover my account because I'm not going to have my account compromised because somebody doesn't like me or they don't like a publicist, you know, because I'm, I'm putting up content and I'm putting up press releases from other people. So if you don't like that other person, how is that my problem? You know what I mean? It's just like, I'm saying, yeah, how, exactly. how you is get this that like my fault? Because I'm putting up information for the public and now you don't like it. So you're going to report the picture and implicate me for it. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to cover my account. And that's what I had to, I had to do. But, you know, it seems as though with all of this COVID shit going on that uh, there are people who, who had accounts and they made up new accounts because I'm seeing them sending me requests and, um, you know, the pictures are a little risky. And thankfully, nobody's saying anything. I think people just got wind and, you know, they made their accounts private. And even though people will say, oh, well, that doesn't really make a difference. I mean, I think it does. I think it, it has for me. But also, I'm very careful about what I'm putting on Instagram anyway, because it is owned by Facebook. So I'm not trying to, you know, put something on there that runs the risk of having my account terminated. Um, but, you know, when you think about it as a whole, it's, it's the same thing. It's, it's a whole business concept. Why do people use social media? Because they're trying to get their brand out there. They're trying to get their concept out there. They're trying to get their business out there. They're marketing. They're marketing themselves. And, you know, for people who don't have money, to spend on advertising, these are the forms that they use to advertise their business. What's sad about it is that there are millions of people using social media. So there's no guarantee that people are going to see your product or your brand. And even if you have thousands of followers, sometimes that doesn't even help, you know, um, I'm, starting to notice a decline on my Twitter, but not because people are deliberately unfollowing me, but because Twitter has just been cleaning house and deleting accounts left and right. I use something to, you know, check the, the follower and it's just like account after account after account is just being deleted. And it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know why Twitter is doing that, but they're definitely... They are definitely cleaning house when it comes to, uh, I guess, accounts that are redundant or spam or bots or whatever the case is. I don't know if you're having the same issue. But. No, I mean, I've seen people, you know, on Twitter, you know, just, uh, you know, either unfollowing or they just disappear. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. know that they were actually cleaning house. I mean, I've heard that years ago, but I don't know if they were still doing that today. No, no, they are. I'm telling you, literally, uh, a couple of weeks ago, they undid like 70 accounts, like 
70 people. But then a lot of those accounts were either restricted or they were temporarily suspended because then all of a sudden maybe about 50 of them came back, but they're still, you know, doing away with a lot of accounts, what I'm starting to notice, which is crazy. But, you know, this is the world that we live in for right now. This is the stuff that's going on. And it just makes me wonder, you know, where, where the priorities are, you know, our priorities, are they going to change? Are we still going to be these, you know, petty people or are we going to focus in on the bigger picture? Because I look at it like this, when a situation happens as great as this COVID thing, um, and I'm not saying great, wonderful, I'm saying great as in big, because, you know, you have to explain words to people because not even people get it. You know what I mean? She said great, you know, and then people are not realizing how you're using words in a sentence. This is how the brains of society has become that you have to explain your explanation, which is insane. Um, Right. You think in in this great situation that we're in that, um, that people would find some form of humility with themselves, with humanity. And they don't, they don't, they don't find it and they don't learn and they'll still be petty and they'll still complain about certain things that they don't have control over. And a lot of the times, you know, I'll hear, I'll hear my father like make complaints and I literally have to, I have to tune him out because I can't entertain things that I have no power over. I can't sit and hate things that I have no power over. And I have to say that over and over and over again. Do I wish bad on people? Absolutely. I don't even lie about that. Like I don't, I don't make up stories about that because I know how I am and I know how I think, and I don't hate myself. I don't begrudge myself for it. I don't feel bad for it, not within the least, because I feel like what you put out to the universe is what you Mm. get back in return. So if you're constantly being bad or gossipy or, you know, um, just not being a good person to other people just because then you should get exactly what is coming to you. I really, really believe that. I really do. You believe in karma, basically. You know, I believe it in the sense of like this. I believe that if you do something to somebody, Mm -hmm. that karma is going to come back to you, and it could come back in a form of another person that you try to intentionally harm them when they did nothing to you. And that person could be your karma. Whereas my mom would say, Oh, but you know, you should let like God handle it. And my thing is like, well, maybe the people are the instrument to handle it. Um, I'm a very 
unconventional thinker when it comes to these things. You know, like I have all different beliefs, different religious belief systems, I guess. Um, I believe in, in Buddhism. I believe in Hinduism. But as far as like the chanting is concerned and saying things over and over and over again, and believing the concept that if you apply yourself and you do the things that you're supposed to do, wonderful things are going to happen. But at the same time, there's that other side of the sword, you know, where you are supposed to be an individual to focus on yourself, on your goals, on your aspirations. And don't bother mm. anybody else around you focused in on their goals. You see what I'm saying? But yeah. the minute that somebody comes in and infiltrates your space, you have the right to tell them to stop. Okay? And then if they don't stop, now you have the power to fix that however that may be I'm not saying go out and kill somebody you know but <laughs> you know my thing is it's like and this is the one this is I mean this, these are conversations that I want to have later on on unfiltered like I want to talk to people practice witchcraft who do tarot readings because there are people out there who wholeheartedly believe in putting curses on people and, you know, then you have the other side. But if you put a curse, it's going to come back. It's not going to come back. <laughs> you know, I really believe that mm-hmm. it's not going to come back. Because when a person comes and infiltrates your space and you've kindly asked them to stop and they don't, you have a right to X that person. Not physically, but However, whatever means necessary, if it means lighting up a candle, if it means putting a curse on them, if, if it means wishing bad on them, then you do what you must to get rid of that person so that they could be in their own hell, so to speak. That's what I believe. Okay. Well, understandable. <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, you know, it, it, I'm sure people always wish, you know, harm or anybody, you know, if they, they feel that they've done wrong. So there's plenty of ways to, to do, like you just mentioned. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, mean, you know, I mean, it's people have I mean, different I, I, ways of, of dealing, of dealing, I guess, with, with disdain with, with other people, you know, um, the sickest way is when you're like Ted Bundy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't deal. Oh, with no, that's just oh, that's like Ted Bundy that. just killing people straight <laughs> up. You know, like, so. No, now you've gone out of control, and there's something wrong with you. You know, and there's a, there's a whole you know psychological aspect to. It. But like I said, you know, that's probably a whole other show topic. Yeah. One of the topics <laughs> that I really want to discuss and get into. But I like to talk to people who have, like, the psychological experience behind it, you know, the human mind, how it works, why why we react to certain things or certain events and, and the reactions of yeah. people. It's really important to understand that because I think 
once we have that understanding, then perhaps we can understand our fellow man a little bit better, you know? I mean, not to harp on what happened earlier, you know, with the stupid call, whatever, but, you know, the thing is, is that, and not you, Nelson, but there are men who don't like women who are empowered, and they think that by calling women names is supposed to make them feel bad about themselves being empowered. And for me, I look at it as you're so menial and you're so small-minded that you think that by calling me names is supposed to make you feel better and make me feel bad. And it doesn't. It doesn't make me feel bad at all. I'm still going to be the bitchy Maribel Blue. I'm still going to speak my mind. I'm still going to have my own belief systems, whether people agree with it or not. I'm still going to be me, whether you like it or not. And I don't lose sleep over people who think in that capacity. Well, I'm going to call them names, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And it's done Every time. And I'm not just talking about me. I'm just talking about society as a whole. COVID is a good example of this. Well, it's the Chinese people's fault. Where the fuck did you get that from? How are you just blaming one nationality? Look at yourself. Look at what you do. Look at your behavior. What is your behavior? What is your part in this? People are so quick to point the finger at somebody else because they don't mm-hmm. want to point it back at themselves. They don't want to take that responsibility. And do you know why that is, Nelson? Because it hurts. It hurts to say, yes, I own it. I made a mistake. It's my fault. I'm sorry. And I'm not saying, you know, COVID. I'm just talking about in general, whatever the situation is, people don't like to own their own shit. And to me, this is what's wrong with society. They want to blame it on other shit. It's the same way if somebody goes and they kill somebody and then they go, Satan made me do it. Well, guess what, motherfucker? Ain't no fucking Satan, ain't no stupid ass whispering in your ear telling you to do it. You did it because you wanted to. Your head was whispering those fucked up thoughts and you did what you did. Not some exterior shit. Don't blame it on an exterior shit. That's why I crack over people like, not today, Satan. Really? Not today? (laughs) Tomorrow? I mean, it's just like, what are you talking about not today? There is nothing outside. It's, you know, even like when people, oh, I want to thank Jesus. Thank Jesus for what? Because you were able to get the basketball into the basket? Explain that to me. You didn't do it yourself? It was somebody else? Oh, okay. Like some, uh, some, some spiritual uh, being possibly just grabbing the ball and just throw it for you. Right. (laughs) Exactly. All those years of practicing meant absolutely nothing. Whatever Mm -hmm. crap that 
is. Be okay with with your accomplishments, but you also have to be okay with your failures, with your whatever it is that you did wrong or feel like you intentionally hurt somebody just because you wanted to hurt them. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, there's a lot of people out there that just wants to hurt you. They, they, I don't know, you know, because I hate the word jealousy, but I think mm-hmm. I mean that's another way of saying hating. But there's jealousy. There's a, yeah. I talked about that with somebody earlier today. I guess the it, it, the quick example is that you know without getting into what it is, they mm-hmm. they let's say they see me doing something doing well on YouTube or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing myself. I'm sorry, but um. Just you know, they see me doing all these things, and they're like, you know, they wanted to use whatever I have as footage for themselves. You mm-hmm. know, they're kind of like piggybacking whatever I'm doing. And the worst right. thing is, is that I, in some ways, I don't mind, but in some ways, mm-hmm. it's like, how come you can't do it yourself? Since you think, oh, you're a great, I'm a better editor than you. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Is he's one of those people that say, yeah, I'm a better editor than you. I mean, I never claim I am. I never claim I'm better than anybody. But but this person right. claims that I'm a better editor than you. He's like, okay, then. So if you think mm-hmm. you are, then prove it. And then when they they send me like a file, I don't know, like a footage, whatever, I see it. And it's just, you know, half-assed. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, just put together literally in two seconds. And, you know, uh, you know, I'm not saying somebody in particular, but I'm just seeing an example of, like, those kind of things. And it's, mm-hmm. I see that, and it's like, what are you trying to prove? Are you try- right. It's like you get these people are so insecure about themselves, they really want to over – they want to outdo whatever you're doing because you're mm-hmm. doing you – you're, you're seeing what you're doing, and you're doing well. And they were like, you know what? Let me see how I can um, top that. So I could get the same reaction because, you know, they want that, you know, that recognition. They want to be, you know, be known as, hey, I did it. But, you know, I did Mm -hmm. I did it better than whatever this guy is doing. You know what I mean? So, you know, that makes sense, you know, and, you know, it, it happens every day. You know, there's always somebody out there trying to outdo you because they think Mm -hmm. they can do it better than what you can do. Exactly. So, it's like they're having a contest with you, but for some reason, you're not part of the contest because you're living your own life and achieving your own, which is the way it should be. So, and it, and it exactly, it goes back to that concept that I was talking about before. When you're in your own space, you are doing you. You're accomplishing your goals. You're doing things that you love. Somebody comes into that space and they're trying to mess you up on purpose or they're, you know, they're trying to disparage anything that you're doing. What do you do? You ask them nicely to stop. Don't do that. And if they don't stop, then you should have the authority to destroy them. And I'm not talking about destroy them, hurt them or whatever but destroy them with your success, destroy them with your authority, destroy them with your power, and you make them 
invisible. They are no longer a part of your world, your realm, your accomplishments, nothing. They are just a distant memory of what they were trying to intentionally do. And, you know, the sad fact is, is that we're always going to encounter people like that. We're always going to meet people where we think they have good intentions and then they don't. And that comes up later on. You know, you discover later on that people are not who they thought out to be. I mean, look, how many people have I encountered that wanted to be a part of the magazine and, you know, they wanted to do all of these great things and thanking me left and right for the opportunity only to turn around later on and be the total opposite of what I thought they were anticipating to be or do or what have you. And I'm the kind of person, you know, I like to give people opportunities. I like to help people and inspire them, you know, whether it's with writing or with podcasting, producing, whatever the case may be. Um, You and I, I think we've collaborated really well together. And it's the reason why we've been friends since 2012. (laughs) I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, it's been that long, and I think about it like, wow, how time flies, that I've known Nelson since 2012, and we have worked so well together. And why is that? Because we're not in each other's face. We're not collaborating on 50 million things. You know, we collaborate when we do, and when we do, it comes out really well. Right. Um, But, you know, you are going to meet those people that want to get in on the wonderful things that you're doing or the wonderful things that I'm doing because it's so easy and they're going to become popular because of it. And, you know, I didn't do all of this to gain popularity. You know, when I started the magazine, it would be two years that I would start something when I was going through a lot of pain. I had just broke up with my ex. I was dating. You know, I I was living in an apartment by myself for the first time with no man. You know, like I had all of this freedom and and I was writing, <laughs> you know. I was keeping an, an online diary. And I was doing things that were completely unconventional because that is the kind of person that I am. So it would be those two years gave me a lot to think about and to see where it was that I was going and what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. And it's still a learning process. And that was one of the things that Madame Marguerite had brought up, you know, She's very out there. She's very outspoken, outspoken and brutal, you know, and I love that about people. I love when they're like, this is the way it is, you know, and if you're going to be like this, well, then I don't want anything to do with you. I'm not saying that she said that, but, you know, as far as like education is concerned, oh, you already know everything. Okay, well, good for you. And later for you, since you know everything and you're well educated, you don't need to learn any more than I don't need to be around you. And it's like, it's that kind of attitude that we all should be open to continue to educate ourselves. And at the end of the day, what are we going to learn about this COVID thing? 
because it's it's going to go back to that. What what have we learned? What are we learning? You know, we're on lockdown until April 30th. What are we learning in this process? Are you still going to, are people still going to, you know, be on Instagram? And this is a positive message for today. You know, I know I made a comment about it last week and I was like, oh, I don't know if I should jump on the bandwagon. And my thing no, is, it's like, I, 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 I don't need, I think I just thought people say, you know, you know, try to keep your head up with all this. You'll be all right, right. whatever. But it's like, you can, you, there's nothing wrong with, you know, sending a message. Look, we're going through this right now. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you want to you know, just to cheer people up and whatever, just, you know, if I can even say it right now, it's like, Hey, look, we're going through something right now. Right. And the best thing to do is, you know, just keep your head up. Don't freak out. Don't panic. And that's it. You got to move on. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the time you have now, you just make the best of it. You know, exactly. even if it means, you know, <laughs> you can read, you can learn something new, read a book, mm-hmm. or you can watch, mm-hmm. you know, educational stuff on TV if you could. You know, mm-hmm. learn something new. I mean, this is probably the chance to do it. But I guess people will go over the top and say, you know, I think they, they, you know, oh, stay positive, stay whatever, and they do it every day and drive to the point. I think they do it for their own reasons. So mm-hmm. I guess their own intentions, you know, thinking that they'll be popular by just going every single day. Don't worry. Stay up there. And there's people, too, just say, you know what? Oh, this is what the president's doing. Oh, look what um, – you know, we should, you know, we should do something about this, you know, COVID-19, we should do something right. about this, but you're not really doing anything. You're just saying it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a difference of like doing it and then actually just blabbering about it and saying, oh, we should do something about it. Then why don't you? You know, right. so. But that's, and you know what, Nelson, you're right. They should be doing something about it. But the thing is, is that people have become really good talkers. As a matter of fact, they've become great talkers. Everybody has become a politician in some form or another without having the education to it. You know, people are great marketers without having the education. People are suddenly lawyers and without having the education of being a lawyer, of studying law, of, you know, getting their JD, if they even know what a JD is. I mean, you know, it takes a lot to make a commitment to self and people are quick and ready to create a social account and make judgments on groups of people and make comments about people should live and all that stuff. But the matter is, you know, sometimes I talk to my friends and I don't have that much hope for a lot of people in society these days because believe that people will learn from this. I don't think that they will. I think the majority of the people will go back to being the irresponsible adults that they are and we will just have another problem again. It may not be COVID-19. It could be something else, but I believe that something like this will happen again. When, I don't know, but for as yeah, long as we people almost, continue, yeah. Like, like it almost happened to that with Ebola. It almost happened yeah. with that swine flu a couple of years ago. Yep. I mean, the mm-hmm. Spanish flu, that was way, way past our time. But mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so it was, it, it, I mean, what could happen in the next, within the next 10 years? I don't know. Yeah. We, no, yeah. That's, that's the part. We don't, 
that's the unknown. That's the thing everybody's mm-hmm. worried about and fearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. The fear of the unknown. People would rather, you know, not feel that, not take risks, and just keep doing what they're doing now. And, you know, we say in recovery, because I'm coming up on 29 years clean and sober, and people for some mm-hmm. reason think I'm in my 40s. <laughs> well, we congratulations. Thank you. If you do what you always did, you'll get what you always got. And we got three minutes left, Nelson, so I got to end the show. <laughs> yeah, well, first, you don't mind if I do a quick plug? Uh, first things first, if you don't mind. Do it. <laughs> yeah, that's quick. So uh, if you want to know more about WTF TV and everything, first thing, my website, WTFworld.com. It's down right now, but we're going to be re-fixing uh, that. Also, social media, if you will, follow me on Twitter and Instagram with the same name, at WTF TV. And, um, yeah, you can follow me there and then my uh, social media stuff there, too. I don't do the TikTok thing yet, even I – I, I I do have WTF TV and TikTok, but I don't really use it yet. But if you're on Snapchat, I'm on WTF TV too. And okay. if you wonder what I bought from the stock room earlier, I bought a Flickr Whip. Well, you have to like show pictures somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where you got to show I will, it. At, I, I think I put it on. I will do that sometime uh, tomorrow. I have to take a picture of it. Too, so yeah, I should. So uh, okay. in case everybody wants to know. Well, Well, thank you. Thank you for being on the show again, and thank you for filling us in and entertaining the stupidity earlier on. But we got back on track, which is a good thing. So with all that being said, I want to thank again Nelson for being on this week, and we are definitely going to have another show next week, and we will see what happens, what the topics will be about, et cetera, et cetera. We didn't play any commercials today, but we're busy plugging ourselves. I did put two um, articles up on Kinky Mag. There's content coming up. You can read all of that on kinkymag.com. And everything else for Unfiltered would be Maribel Blue, unfiltered.com. This is Maribel Blue signing off, as always. Be good to each other. Be good to yourself. And most importantly, take care of you. Bye, everybody. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.